This is the Magic Word Podcast.com. Today's the fourth and final day. We just saw the, uh, I was in the morning general session, which was really good. Um, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Right now I'm having my book signed over by uh, Harrison Greenbaum over in the uh, Tannins Magic Studio then um, right now. And wanted to get a word or two uh, from him. If you go back, by the way, into the archives of the Magic Word, you'll hear the episode that uh, Harrison and I did. He was the only guy who said Schwitz on the on the <laughs> on there. So here he is right now, Harrison Greenbaum. Hey, man. Hello. How you doing? Good to see you. Congratulations on the Magic Apple. You're coming up on how many? Uh, Five hundred or how many? Mad Apple. We actually, I did my six hundredth show last night. Last night. Our six hundred show. Yeah. Yeah. How many people are on the crew or on the uh, in the show? Oh my gosh, there's a cast. It's a Cirque du Soleil show. So I think we're at least thirty or forty cast, and then we also have crew. So it's uh, we're small on. It's Cirque standards, you know, the right. O's and the Ka's are just, there's so many people. Um, but it's it's uh, it's crazy. It's been so fun. And you were the first uh, comedian, is that right? The first Cirque ever comedian uh, to headline a, a, a Cirque du Soleil show and the first magician they've enjoyed working with. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> first one they've enjoyed working with. <laughs> it's in the book. It's, it's in, in the book. book. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Tell me about the book. So it's uh... The book is called You're All Terrible, the book. Um, this is a podcast, so you can't see it, but it looks yeah. exactly like uh, Tarbell 9 would. So if you yeah. buy the book, it'll go on your shelf. You have one more volume than everybody else, so that's pretty exciting. <laughs> There's a lot of what? secrets yeah. hidden in it. Yeah. The most penis jokes of any magic book. Yeah. I think the only magic book to ever have an abortion joke. That's pretty exciting. <laughs> so uh, a Holocaust joke in there, too? Oh, yes, definitely some Holocaust okay. jokes. There's an Anne Frank joke in there. <laughs> um, there is uh, two John Bonet references, John Bonet Ramsey. Holy cow. So everything's in there. Um, so it's pretty exciting. And uh, the crazy thing is, this is the first time I've ever sold anything at a magic convention. It's my first book, uh, magic book ever. And uh, it's been the, I, I think it's the fastest selling, best selling magic book in Magic Live wow. history. Wow. Which is they sold out, crazy. We sold out immediately. Yeah, I was in the first night because I heard they probably will sell out. So it was I a two-hour line. It was unbelievable. I was in line. Yeah. Oh, thank you for waiting. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So, how many did they print? Do you have any idea? Like a thousand or two? Or? We printed a bunch. We printed it yeah. domestically, actually. Yeah. So, okay. uh, everybody who orders, I think, gets it pretty much instantly, like uh, or as fast as we can get it to them. But we have them in stock already. So it's tannins.com. You are all terrible. Yeah. Um, well, it's yeah. based upon those of you who may have uh, been, been listening, have seen his lecture before. It's based upon the stuff you talked about, the PowerPoint lectures and stuff. Yeah. So I did the whole thing exactly backwards, which is definitely the harder way to do it. Because I feel like <laughs> yeah, the magicians not to sell the lectures until now. Exactly. So the magicians always write their lecture notes kind of first, and then they they tour that around and sell the lecture notes. Yeah. And I think like a stand-up comedian, because I am a stand-up comedian, and you go on stage and you work the stuff out. It's not. It's not finished or polished until you've done it a million times. Right. So I kept doing the lecture all over the world, over and over and over again, yeah. until I felt like, okay, I'm consistently delivering sort of this honed lecture thing. Yeah. And that's when I said, okay, now it's ready to turn into a book. I think one of the cool things also is the I've never seen the inside cover, I should say, the dust jacket, actually having something on the inside of the dust jacket. That is oh, a, yes. There is cool. a very fun secret inside <laughs> of the dust jacket. I'll leave it to the readers to find out what that is. Yes, but yes. absolutely, inside the dust jacket is a very special gift for anybody who purchases it. I would buy the book now 
Because who knows if we'll be allowed to do it for the second printing. I was wondering about that. That's another reason. <laughs> it's in every one of the first editions, so get it while you can. <laughs> get it while you can. And then get that to Tannins right now. Yes, exactly. It's a Tannins exclusive. It's the first book Tannins has published yep. uh, in almost 40 years. The last book they published was 1987. It was called Midnight Fantasy, which turns out not a porn. <laughs> Gee, I thought I'd seen that before somewhere. Heard that. On, uh, on Cinemax, I think. <laughs> Cinemax. Yeah. Cinemax. That was what it is. Harrison, congratulations again on everything that you've been doing. Your life is just going all roses, sounds like, right it's now. It's been so, crazy. It's yeah. been crazy. The last couple of years have been unbelievable. Good luck. And there's no way. How long is your contract? year and a half right now? I'll be there for a little bit. Yeah. It's, uh, if, you, if you go to Mad Apple, um, we're on our social media is Mad Apple LV. Go to CirqueDisDelay.com slash Mad Apple. And uh, we, we have tickets available. There you go. Harrison Greenbaum, you guys got to get the book now. Do this it. Magic Book Podcast. Harrison Greenbaum. It's Scotty out. Thanks so Just much. say Schwitz. Schwitz. There we go. We are still going around the dealer's room, and I thought it's important to kind of dig, talk with some of the uh, dealers, and one of them is my good friend and yours. Actually, we're not strangers. We're friends. We are friends, Scott. I, I am so happy to see you, buddy, and uh, it's, it's, I'm always so happy to see you at all these uh, conventions, and when we get together at home, in your hometown, I love it. So good to see you, buddy. It's fun. Now, you guys have, I uh, say you guys, you in particular and your team have been feverishly working to always upgrade. You always yeah. surprise me with everything that you're coming out with. And you got a new release uh, also for The Stranger. I do, I Let's do. Talk about The Stranger just real quickly for those who don't have any idea what we were talking about. This, this It's not really an app. It is an app. Go ahead. Right. It's a, um, it's, well, it's the, it's the most fun I've ever had doing magic. Yeah. It's something I close my show, every single show with. I get 14 minutes out of, of it out on stage. It's a, uh, it, it's a, it's an experience, right? You can, uh, the basic conceit is that you can call someone uh, a, a stranger and they reveal something, right? A playing card, but a birthday, a number, all this stuff, serial number on a bill. But it's, uh, it's more than that. It's this experience that we're all sharing in, in, in the show. It's so much fun. So much fun. So yes, we have a big update and that update is Stranger Pro. And Stranger Pro unlocks tons of possibilities. Being able to call someone from a borrowed phone, not even your phone, and right. integrate with all these other apps out there and do so much more. So it's been so much fun. And I have an update coming out on Saturday that changes the game again and will automate your entire show. And we can't talk about that until Saturday? It's called Pathways. Pathways. and uh, What's one you showed me? We can't talk about it yet. We can talk about it because okay. you know what? It's done. The Apple has said go, okay. and all I have to do is press the button. So I'm going to do that when I can get home back to L.A. But basically, as you said, there's so many different apps, and this relates with that, so that's the way that you can do those different pathways. As long as you own those other apps, you can access those, right? Or is that something that's included? That's right, but it's not just about the other apps. It's also about flows of the ways that you want to perform the stranger itself, right? I want to send a birthday, and that's the flow I want to use. I can explain it all in detail, and I will, uh, but what I can say is that it changes the way you will perform and it is a it acts as a uh, as a way to automate what you're doing on stage or for one person or a thousand people. I know you do a lot of live updates that are on Facebook, and so that's going to be coming up this Saturday, is that right? You said? Yeah, okay. I'm going to release on Saturday. I'll release an announcement on the Facebook page, uh, the Stranger Community. Uh, but you, the Stranger Community, and if you're not, if you're not a stranger, uh, you can go to thestrangerapp.com. Okay. Uh, and later today, we're going to be having a 
our family photo oh, taken. Oh, our right? family photo. One yeah. thirty. Yeah, today we're going to have everybody here that's a stranger at the show is going to be yeah. here. We're going to do a big group photo. Is there room for everybody? I mean, uh, there's so many of us. You know what? We, <laughs> we, we may have to upset the people, the uh, dealers next to me. Yeah. All right. Jonathan, always good to see you. Good to see you, my okay, friend. Okay, from the Magic Podcast. That was Jonathan Levitt. Scotty out. As we're getting around the dealer's room, starting to have an opportunity to uh, see a few more people. The dealers are closing this afternoon at 2 o'clock, and they will tear everything down and convert this into a big party room for uh, the uh, big evening we'll be having a little bit later. And right now I've got someone who, talking about conventions, has got one coming up that he's going to be doing, he's been doing for every for years and years. My buddy Scott Robinson right here. Hey, Scott. How are you doing, Scott? Good. So Trix is coming up in November, November 3rd through 2nd, 3rd, and 4th? 2nd, 3rd, 4th. Yeah. Whatever okay. the first Thursday Friday and Saturday. Yeah. yeah, and this year the guest of honor is Sean Farquhar. There we go, and it is really a lot of fun. If you guys uh, like close up and an intimate setting, this is the thing to do. Are you sold out yet? Or? Uh, almost. We're very, very close. Mm-hmm. I mean, the lineup this year came together really nice. So, can you tell and, us who's yeah, on? Yeah, I have to. So I'm getting older too. So, <laughs> uh, so it's Sean, it's John Allen, John Armstrong, yeah, Eric Jones, Blake Voigt, Danny Garcia, Kayla Drescher, and David Jonathan. With a powerhouse lineup like that, I can't believe you haven't sold out yeah, already. It's yeah. it's right there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of this week we are. So. And uh, for those who don't know where Trix is, actually Trix is the uh, Tri-C's. Go ahead. Yeah. It stands for Carolina Close-Up Convention. So and it's like Trix without a K because it's really Tri-C's. It's a cool thing Chastin Criswell came up with. So. Yeah. T-R-I-C-S. Yep. And it's going to be in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yep. And now, how, what year is this for you doing this? 14th. 14th. Yep. Okay. We skipped a year for COVID. This would be 15th. If, yeah. Now, you're known for your Paisley shirts, and you're wearing one, of course, then. Yeah. Now, do you have anything but Paisley? Do you have any solid no, colors I, at all? I don't have a lot of solid <laughs> colors. I do have different patterns, though. But I mention that because that's one of the things every year, too, that you've got a, a decks of playing cards oh. that are always uh, made. Oh, there you go. Got one in hand. Right yeah. now, it's right, that have a Paisley design. Yeah. Yeah. I, my friend Chris Haga, who has Wondercraft Magic, he mm-hmm. designs playing cards, and he creates decks for us and some for himself as well. Yeah. He's had some wonderful, really cool designs. Right? So. He does. And as I recall last year, didn't he have the one with the monkey? Yeah. Yeah. The bo- Based on the... Look at that Oh, right you there. have one. The, that was for the... Uh, so that was on our 13th year. Okay. So last year. And it was kind of in dedication to the oldest member of Slight Club. Not the oldest who's been there the yeah, longest, long- but the oldest person. Okay. And he told a story. You probably remember. We yes. had a video of him telling a story about seeing a boxing monkey in a carnival. And, yeah. And we made the Jokers boxing monkeys. And, yeah, we even had a little pin. Right. To, yeah. So it was fun. I got a, a brick of those. So I, that's, those are my go-to cards I they're, use all the they're time. They're fantastic. They are they? Very, I yeah. like the feel of those, you know. They... They kind of they shuffle well, uh, you know. They deal. They're, they're great cards, and it's just a lot of fun. And it's one of those things. I go obviously to a lot of conventions, and particularly close-up conventions. And uh, this not only has um, uh, good lectures and great shows, but also good sessioning and a nice tight area. And what I like also, Scott, is the hotel where we have it because they enjoy having us. They do. We are welcome, they? and we there. And it's kind of like they missed us. Like where have you been all year? Yeah. You know, <laughs> isn't that crazy? Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of them have been there. Yeah. For a, many, a many years. Yeah. yeah. So this convention, geez. Yeah. It's I, it's literally been one of the best large conventions I've ever been to. This That's, is not your first Magic Live. No, nah, this is my every Magic Live. Yeah. I haven't missed one. I think this <laughs> one, it, you know, it's hard to keep consistency. It really, you know, every every year I go, 
there's no way I can top this, right? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I don't, yeah. right? But they have the same problem on a much bigger scale. Much bigger, and the and logistics on this are just oh, amazing. Crazy. But I've seen things I have never seen before. Like what? What sticks out? Those people. Went, so I loved the manipulator yesterday during the general session. He was the the guy from Russia. Oh, uh, Artem Shukin. Artem. Yes. He was fantastic seeing live. I had seen him on TV, but fantastic seeing live. That first show, mm-hmm. that was a stacked, that was a stacked it show was. from Fism Winner, Fism Winner, Fism Winner. <laughs> it was crazy. And uh, the dealer's room is great. I've seen products that, I've never been a technology, I'm a technology guy, you are. That's your but job. I'm not a technology magic guy. Yeah. But I have seen technology effects this time that made me go, I should consider doing this. Mm-hmm. Really, really great things. It's a, the, it, even though it's big, it it does kind of feel small. Mm-hmm. If you have the same color lanyard, you do see people <laughs> quite yeah. often. Yeah. But if you don't, well, I'm purple and you're yeah. white. That's why we haven't yeah. had a chance. We haven't to had see a chance. Yeah. yeah, travel in different circles yeah. because again, that uh, half the group is seeing the show, another half are in focus sessions, yeah. and so you really don't get to see everybody all the time. So, what did you think about? We saw Ruby at. Uh, at 4F. 4F. And he was in the close-up show this time, and yes. really a lot of people got to see him. Uh, yes. One of my favorite acts in close-up right yep. now. Yep, that's what people were saying uh, all that I've heard as well. And uh, for those of you who don't know his act, it was uh, kind of hard to explain. It was kind of like, uh, uh, was it Hans Frisch? Uh, Jan Frisch. Jan Frisch. Jan yeah. Frisch. It was mm-hmm. kind of that frenetic kind of, well, I don't know what's happening it's, here. It's kind of avant-garde. Yeah. And it, it starts with the premise that there's something he's not supposed to touch and there's a sign that says don't touch. Yeah. And things happen and coins appear in really incredible ways. Yeah. Right? And uh, it, it's hard to describe. I hope everyone gets yeah. to see it. Yeah. That was uh, was really good. No, I've, I've enjoyed it also. Speaking of Artem Shukin, I actually did an episode with him. Because did I, you? I found it. I, I was so fascinated. I said, look, I, I really have you on my bucket list of people to talk to because I want to know about Magic in Russia. What's it like? Do they have restaurant magicians working there? Do they have magic shops? I mean, uh, books are in English. How do you? How do people learn magic? And is it? Uh, and do they tip there? And what's with an communist government? What's that like as far as the payment? Uh-huh. I mean, I has had numerous questions, and he was quite open and honest. It was really, yeah. really interesting. I have to go back and s- yeah. listen to it's it. It's worth listening to. Yeah, it. yeah. It was and also about his path. How how do you learn magic? You know, it's really not a big art over there. You know, right? So anyway, interesting. But aside awesome. from that, thank you, Scott, very much. Good, Good luck Always with tricks. I'll be seeing you in a I'll couple s- months, man. Oh, you have a you got a golden ticket, right? I got the golden ticket. Yeah, which means he gets to come free. I'm making no money off of Scott Wells. <laughs> That's right. All right. <laughs> All right. Care, All right. So for the Magic Word Podcast, that was Scott Robinson. Scotty, yeah. We were in the dealer's room, as I said, kind of getting around uh, different places. Uh, last week, those of you who've been listening closely to the podcast, we were in Abbott's, and one of the people we spoke with, uh, or actually two people, uh, were Yui Sperlich and uh, Gundin. What was Gundin's last name? Sperlich? Gundrun. 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 And her last name is... Pre- Hotmeyer. There you go. Thank you. And now I've got Yui uh, back with me again. Hello, Yui. Good. How are you? I'm- he is one of the friends of Magic Word, and we've been seeing each other so much and talking, you know, online. It's just, I feel like we're more than just friends. <laughs> and But he uh, has introduced me to a couple of other Germans who are here over here, and it's Mike, Ma- it's, uh, Mark? It's, no, it's Maxel. 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 Yeah, so my, Got it. Maxel. my stage name is Magic Maxel. So Magic Maxel. Yeah. Got it. 
And over here is Freddy, our last name. Freddy Rutz. 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 I'm afraid it's pronounced Rutz. In German, it would be Rutz. Rutz. Yeah. Rutz. Like like Gunden. I'm getting it. I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so. Now you said, uh, Maxwell, you have been to other uh, Magic Live conventions. Yeah. I, yeah. And uh, how about you, Freddy? My sure? first one. And how are you enjoying it? A lot. What's the uh, one thing that kind of stands out for you? The love for magic. The passion for magic and uh, that everybody wants to be even be more involved, not depending on the age. Yeah. Right. Yeah, all ages like that. I mean, like, what are you, 13? I mean, you're <laughs> close 16. 16, yeah. okay. I was going to say, you look awfully young, you know, that yeah. uh, I've got a granddaughter that's about your age over there. So, uh, and you said this is your second, and how are you enjoying this compared to the other one you you'd attended? Well, I mean, for me, it, it's quite long ago, even though it's just five years. But for my memory, it's quite long ago. So, yeah. um, oh, I enjoy it very much. I, I, I remember the other one quite well as well. So it's, uh, it's great. Uh, I mean, what's always interesting is that just the people that know what magicians are coming to Magic Life this year again. So it's always the secret. And uh, so yeah. I, quite find it, uh, I find it quite interesting to, to find out who's there and right. who performs in the gala shows, who does a lecture. And so you, with uh, the conventions coming back to back, you had an opportunity to kind of compare and see. Last year, last week's Abbott's convention was completely different from what we're seeing now, right? Yes, of course. I mean, while Magic Life has the special, just what Max just said, uh, the surprise element and and meeting people you wouldn't meet any place else. Yeah. And but Abbott's was was great, like more like a family reunion. Exactly. So, but what, both both of them are great, so. I hope to do that again soon. So, yeah. Hello. And so coming to this, as you said, because it is in Las Vegas, you're going to see a lot of people who are magic celebrities who live in Vegas and perform here all the time. They're just kind of hanging out, you know. And so it's really pretty, pretty cool. And uh, is this your first? This isn't your first. You said it's like your third. Uh, I think the fifth or sixth. Fifth one. Okay. Because I was going to say we've been here then before. Now, before we just started recording this, you were surprising me, and I did not know. There's so many people who've been on Penn & Teller, and not only then Maxwell, you were on, and tell me a little bit about what Well, I was I yeah. was on in, I think, 2000, 2021, and okay. uh, it was, yeah, it was 14 back well, during COVID, so they actually, you were yeah, home, it, it I guess. Was, it was the online uh, online version, so I was at home doing the video uh, uh, video appearance on, on Foolers, mm-hmm. and uh I actually fooled them, which I can't believe because. What I, did you do? I mean, what was your effect? I did a little routine at my breakfast table, where the end was a floating egg above the table, and it was it was quite fair. I, I put my gla- a glass over top of it and put a spoon underneath it, so it was like I tried to to, to cancel out every possible method yeah. to to levitate it, and it seems like it actually fooled them. And you so. did. So I assume that you sent in a video to Mike Close or somebody or their team, and they said this looks good or. What was your procedure? Well, of course, you have to do all of the preparations before it. You have to uh, you, you do a lot of interviews online, and I also had the chance to, yeah, meet with Michael Close over Zoom, so for like one hour, and we discussed the act and, and okay. try to improve it in a little ways right. to make it better for TV and also for the online version. So yeah, we also showed him the method, and he was quite surprised, I think. <laughs> so, yeah. And so they sent you the trophy, and you have that at home. Where do you display it at home? It's in my kind of magic room, so there is a there's one and, cabinet. And, and is it a big deal in Germany, or particularly among your friends in school? I mean, do they know about uh, Penn and Teller Foolish? No, I, I mean, without 
me telling them about it or yeah. explaining it, they wouldn't, explain know, it. they wouldn't know it, of course, right. uh, because it's not it's an American not TV show. In, right. Yeah, it's not popular in Germany, so. Right. Well, well, but he, yeah. He's got a trophy cabinet, I would say. Of other trophies. I mean, this he, is... He's been uh, winning uh, the, the youth championships in Germany four times. Congratulations, my gosh. <laughs> So we'll be seeing you at FISM sometime soon, I'm assuming. Well, last year I was competing at FISM in Quebec. So I didn't remember that. I saw I was at Quebec, and Mark D'Souza and I were, uh, you know, reviewing everything over there. So we probably yeah, reviewed yeah, your yeah, act. A I few guess. acts. So um, I think I was actually the youngest com- competitor, if I if I remember. So mm-hmm. yeah, but I I'm gonna come back again and, and see. And try in Italy, improve. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I mean Italy is quite quite close to me, so we can. <laughs> Go there by car. And a little bit easier than yeah. it is to get over yeah, to Quebec. Definitely. definitely. Right. Well, this is great. Thank you, guys. I'm glad you're enjoying the convention. Very good a chance to uh, get to uh, meet you and talk with you, uh, Freddie. I look forward to seeing all of you guys actually yeah. next month. And uh, I was mentioning on the podcast before about getting to come over to uh, Germany because I'll be over there for the Oktoberfest. And so, um, actually, then Yui had suggested that while I'm over there, I'm giving a lecture. So I thought, well, why not? I'll just bring a couple of things and do that then, too. So that'll be some fun. I'll be there about 10 days. So, anyhow, Maxwell. Ready. Yui, thank you guys very much for your time. Pleasure to talk to you. So the Magic Word Podcast, this is Scotty out. So as we are walking around and going to uh, looking at some of the booths, uh, one of the people also that I've uh, uh, got with me then right now is Tim Trano, and you guys all know Tim. Hey, Tim. Hey, how are you, Scott? Fantastic. So what are the new projects you're working on? Well, um, always working on stuff. Peng- I work for Penguin Magic, and we have stuff constantly. We're uh, going more and more to physical products, and we have some really beautiful stuff. And Not all digital. No, no. We, uh, I think people like like the physical products, so yeah. you know that's what we're kind of moving towards, and uh, we're always working on stuff. So now I know that uh, Dan Harlan and they stopped doing the video. Uh, uh, shows some time ago, or I say shows. The lectures. Uh, like the lectures, yeah. and also a member, of course, Scott Alexander, yep. rest in peace, had yep. uh, been doing uh, the Christmas things that yep. were so much fun. Are you doing any more of those kinds of uh, video shows? We, we will, yeah, we, absolutely. We will occasionally when when we think it warrants it and stuff like okay. that. But um, you don't have like a regular thing like you did for no, a while? No, there. no, we've kind of gone, moved on from there, so. Yeah. Yeah. But all those are still available, and uh, yeah, you, you know approximately how many lectures that oh, you've got well, it's got to be hun- I was going to yeah, say hundreds, hundreds yeah. yeah when you and I started working together it was with Murphy's Magic and of course you're a penguin now and I had done one for Murphy's uh, some time ago and I know that um, uh, Murphy's has probably got hundreds of at the yeah, tables also yeah hundreds so there's there's a lot of great content I'm always going back and looking at old lectures that I haven't seen and amazed to find stuff. You know? How do you find new material? I mean, people, I assume, are coming to you all the time saying, hey, oh, i yeah. got an idea. Yeah, every day. I mean, I get emails, texts. Uh, How do you sort so. them out and say, okay, this is a new idea or that's an old we one? Run, you know, I look I look at it or Sean Dunn looks at it, and then we, uh, if we like it, we run it by our whole team. We have kind of an internal system, and we kind of vote on it, and yeah. then we go from there. So. Um, it's just it's more than one eye looking at it, which I think is a good idea. That's a good idea. That's got to be a team effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Be, because yeah. I've, I've, when I've judged sometimes in contests, it's like, well, this seems new to me. And I remember one time uh, I was uh, Roger Klausel, one of the judges, said, no, that's an old idea. So-and-so yeah. was doing that. It's like, yeah. oh, really? So you yeah. need to have someone that's been around. A lot of different perspectives, perspectives and exactly. stuff like that. Yeah, so it's good. But if anybody, uh, if anybody has any content that they want, send it to Tim at Penguin Magic and... Uh, 
penguinmagic.com, and I'll be happy to take a look there at it. There we go. And I think a lot of people have ideas. Tim, thanks for your time. Thanks, Appreciate Scott. It. Good to see the Magic you. Word Podcast. Right. That was Tim Trano, Scotty Al. Uh, again, so many people to see. And this is someone else who I had an episode with a while back, and I highly recommend if you have not heard it, to go back and listen. Uh, he is a marvelous guy, pun intended with Marvel. <laughs> uh, he's Iron Man himself. Here he is, Mr. Ray Lum. Hey, Ray. Hey, how you doing, Scott? Fantastic. Good to see you. You too as well. And so are you uh, working on some new projects then right now? Yes. Uh, actually, on Piff, the Magic Dragon show. Um, right now, there's several stuff that I have to do. Um, we got the clairvoyance in the shop, uh, and tons of other stuff. Um, and then, uh, if you guys come and, uh, check out Magic Live, there's a Piff book that just got released. And, uh... Is that Vanishing Ink? Or, uh, yeah, Vanishing, Vanishing Ink. Ink. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it has a lot of, uh, my stuff on there that I built. Uh, you can see the sample. The book is beautiful. It's like an art book almost. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's great. And, uh... Yeah, it's... So it's, how about the convention itself? you enjoying it? Oh, it's great. Great. Good stuff. Good stuff. What have you seen that kind of stands out? It's like, there have been so many high points, but what have you seen? Uh, this uh, booth over here around the corner called Metal... Uh, hold on. Metal Writing. That's it. Okay. Uh, they make some great stuff that really um, uh, got Lupe and myself really... Uh, uh, look, about yeah, these boxes that they make, these Tom Stone boxes. I picked it up, and uh, Lupe and I can't even make something like that uh, wow. for that price. Yeah. And uh, his work is really... Are they really, made overseas or in the U.S.? Uh, he's from Sweden, okay. and uh, great work. I just, you know, as a fabricator, seeing other people's work that's better, you just really get that great feeling, you know? Sure. And I love great fabricators. Uh, many people would think that I blast a lot of people that are bad, which is true. But when there's good people, I really pat them on the back because, right. because you know, good people elevate the art. Need to encourage uh, that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And metal writing over here, um, his work is really great. And uh, he's from Sweden. Um, he said he fabricates like the Omnish. And, um, yeah, I know it, what you're talking about. It High shows. quality. Yeah, it shows. <laughs> so I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them. Well, Ray, good seeing you. And, good uh, seeing you, Scott. Uh, at this convention, I've seen so many people, and uh, great talking with you. Great Hope you continue to, you, to enjoy buddy. the show All or right. the rest of the, the convention over here. So the Magic Word Podcast. That was Ray Lum, Scotty out. So here's a guy who saw me coming, and uh, he knows show business, and that's why he said, let's go over here. It's <laughs> nice a little and bit quiet. quiet. Yeah, That's right. Someone who is, uh, we've been talking with some other legends, and uh, here is someone who certainly is legendary and is, uh, resides in Las Vegas, been here for a long time. My friend of yours, Jeff McBride. Hey, Jeff. It's wonderful to be here. I just got here yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was uh, in the museum. Oh, they so had the Curiosity, right. Curiosity Museum. Yeah. Uh, Stan and Rory and Brad Henderson and a number other of the uh, kind of core team put on a wonderful curiosity muse- uh, museum. And my end of it was Jeff McBride's Guess the Gimmick, mm-hmm. where I brought vintage gimmicks over 100 years old. And I would first bring them out and people would have to kind of guess what they are. It's so kind of a little game show. And then I would demonstrate each of the gimmicks and perform it. 
-hmm. It was really fun. Uh, we did a game show a couple of years ago, and they brought it back as part of the museum. Uh, did you talk about the museum? They had. I haven't yet. Well, they had P.T. Sobit's Wrestling Cheese, mm -hmm. a giant cheese wheel that's very famous in the old... And John Gahn made that? And uh, this is the original. It is the original. No kidding. That was... Oh, my god. They gosh. have the original, and then they had a, a reproduction of it that they used last night that I think John had his hand in. And it's a giant, like, three-foot-tall wheel of cheese, Yeah. and people can't push it down to the floor. And, and they're given it, a certain amount of time, and everybody signed up for this to get right. in line and try to push it over. So yeah. that, that illusion had never really been seen outside of a collector's conference. Yeah. You've all seen the P.T. Selbit uh, poster of that, and it's right, famous. Cause he had, yeah, because he invented the, uh, you know, the sawing in half, really. Yeah. And uh, so that was part of my installation here. Because, you know, every couple of years, Mystery School does something here. So that's what we offered this year. And then uh, he also, uh, Juan Tamara's had some uh, film they were showing of some of the people from uh, the Escuela. Yes, there's a lot of great Spanish magicians at this convention this year. Uh, there are a lot uh, here then as well. And then Mike Caveney actually was showing last evening in that uh, museum essentially some of his, what were they, uh, eight sheet posters, I guess, that. Giant, giant vintage stone lithograph posters that you'll never see of again. all the greats in magic. You'll never see them, and you'll never see them that close up. That's right. And then there was another fellow who had some 3D-printed types of... Uh, well, it wasn't all 3D, but they were some 2D illusions, basically. They looked great, like on... Um, mm -hmm. on, on, on uh, the inversion TikTok illusions, yes. Yes, right. So last night was a big success. Stan and Rory really wanted to show magicians things they've mm -hmm. never seen before. Yeah. So uh, from here, are you sticking around or are you leaving? Um, I mean, you got, I mean, not down the country. I mean, you're going to be. No, tomorrow I'm hosting 20 magicians mm -hmm. from all over the world for a one day mystery school experience. One day mystery school experience? Yep. Mm -hmm. They show up, up at noon. Um, it's sold out. We capped it at 20 people. And shows, lectures, yep. mysteries, a tour of the Library of Secrets. How long? 12 hours or that thing? Nope. It's five hours. Five hours. I was going to say it probably will. <laughs> Whatever time, not, it, it's not going to be enough time, I'm sure. They got everybody a good, great time. The day after Magic Live, five hours will certainly <laughs> be a full day. Uh, yeah, you're going to need to catch your voice, too, then, you know, as well. Jeff, thanks very much for your time. It's always a pleasure to spend a little time with you. So for the Magic Word Podcast, that was Jeff McBride. Scotty Allen. Another person that we happen to run into is a longtime friend. You may have heard from time to time on, uh, on the convention reports that I seem to run into, like at Abbott's. We were just talking about Abbott's for a minute ago, uh, and that is Alex Boyce. Hey, Alex. Hey, Scott. How's your Magic Live? Magic Live is great for me, and one of the highlights for me was you emceeing today. Thank you. Know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was such a treat. You know, it's my first time, and so I was excited to do it. I'm glad it went well. Very well spoken, and I like the idea that you have nice clean lines, and all of a sudden you produce a dough. Thank you. you know, yeah, really hopefully cool. out of nowhere. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Out of yeah. nowhere. Uh, but the way you've kept things moving along in a nice, easygoing style and everything, and today's uh, session that I heard was really great. Oh, yeah, we have an amazing general session today. Some uh, awesome stuff from Danny yeah. Buckler, who they, they saw host the Monday Night Show, and uh, Paul Keeve, who just opened this amazing production show called Awakening. Gave us a little peek behind the scenes at all the amazing Showing things. Showing some video of that. That was cool. Yeah, really what they're doing. And, you know, all your listeners, imagine 
doing illusions in the round with a mirror as your floor. It's really incredible. What, there what could not do. be worse situation in the round yeah. with a mirror below you. Unbelievable. <laughs> and some of the videos just look like real magic. It yeah. just is amazing. So we've got a great session today. And, a and then of Matt, people. of course, don't forget uh, about Matt. Of course. No, Matt O'Neill did an amazing job. He memorized about 100 people's names at the beginning of the session and then told us why he does that and how we can do that better. And, and he's 21 years old. He said he just joined the castle. Unbelievable. Yeah, and Ken Scott uh, taught us about one of our giveaways here at Magic Live, the Ghost Key, and uh, what's going on with the history of that and you know how right. to do that. And then Stan at the end wrapped it all up since this is our last session uh, and saying, hey, we got another surprise for you and gave us uh, another little punch-out book. It's kind of fun cool. giveaway, which yeah. is really great, and went back to the idea of beginnings, the, the theme of the convention. Now, you're overlooking what you had talked about, which I think is very important, that is Tannen's Magic Camp, and also mm -hmm. how you were pitching uh, for donations. And so yeah. let's talk a little bit about the camp. Absolutely. The camp, you know, it's been going, 50th camp was this past July. It's been going on since 1974, and all the greatest magicians are there to give and help the next generation, and uh, a lot of amazing alumni have come out, like Steve Cohen, and uh, Derek Hughes and Harrison Greenbaum and David Blaine and Michael Carbonero, all Magic Camp alumni. And so we can help the next generation by uh, making sure that they all can go because it's an expensive camp. So if you have been given the gift of magic and you attribute any success you've had in magic, looking for a way to give back, you can do that by going to the Tannins website, going to the camp page and uh, doing a little donation. Big, small, anything goes to helping uh, kids go to Magic Camp. So are you planning on going to another convention from here, or what's your next uh, big thing no, you're yep, traveling so, and doing? Absolutely. Uh, going back to New York, where I'll be performing in Speakeasy Magic, uh, we've got an amazing new venue. and so if You're you, one of the regulars on Speakeasy, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. thankfully uh, it's, it's been Todd an amazing Robbins. gift. Yeah, Todd Robbins put that together with the folks at the McKittrick Hotel, and so that's been going five years wow. now. Uh, we had 18 months off of the pandemic. Uh, still unbelievable. It's such a gift, selling out all the time, and uh, the show is really unique and special. Where can they so get tickets New York? You can go to the McKittrick Hotel website and uh, come visit us in New York, see the show. Yeah, that'll be great. And I think you should because I'm sure it has a lot of good variety and everything. You're doing your Dove Act or what do you uh, Yeah, you can see a whole bunch of things. I won't give away all the surprises. No, don't, don't. But yes, it's a it's a show of sort of like an Ocean's Eleven of magicians. Oh, I love it. Get to meet a team of people, do different things. And uh, there's some a lot of close-up and it's proper close-up. When you're watching the close-up, you're never with more than 10 people at a time. Mm -hmm. So you're really close Very and then there's st stage stuff as well. Wow. Yeah, really wonderful evening. Sounds great. Well, thank you very much time for your time, uh, Alex. I appreciate it. And also what you've done today and as being a, a major part of this uh, year's Magic Live that's made this really something special for the 1,600 res uh, registers who are here. It's been an unbelievable live. I've come many times, and this one is particularly strong. It's a great year. Did it kind of knock you off your feet when Stan said, hey, Alex, by the way? Well, it was really exciting <laughs> and also a little nerve-wracking, especially when I found out the other two hosts were going to be Mike Caveney and Julie Yang, just happen to be the two most experienced Magic and Live thinking, hosts. What's wrong with this picture? What doesn't belong? I, <laughs> yeah, I think that. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, let it, we'll, we'll show them first, and then we'll have the kid go at the end of them. Give them, a, give them a try. So it was really fun. I really appreciated the opportunity. Yep, well, good great. job, and always good to see you. That was Alex Boyce, Scotty Alex. So as we walk around, uh, other people we happen to run into and I haven't talked to for a long time uh, is Tommy Tin. Hey, Tommy, how are you, Hi, sir? Hi, it's so good to see you. <laughs> and you're working at the... Uh, 
at the Luxor or the AGT yeah, right we, now? We just finished 500 shows in Vegas Wow! at the Luxor. And okay. now we're back on tour. We just went to Europe, headed to in Austria. Now we're back here in the States working on our brand new show mm-hmm. that will be in America this winter. Where will that be? Playing? Holiday Spectacular. We will be all over America. Okay. Uh, uh, just check out theclairvoyance.com or Instagram or whatever. And then after that, we bring the show to Europe. And we're okay. looking forward to that. So a lot of work in the background at the moment and then soon back on stage. Will this be like an all-new show of new things? Or? It is actually 95% all-new. Wow, yeah. okay. Yeah, because the last time you and I uh, saw each other, were, uh, you were in Louisiana, I think, over yes. in Shreveport or something. That is I correct. Think, and yeah, so yeah. at the casino. Yeah. yeah. And now, also now, with, with our most of the shows in America are in casinos somewhere, and we... We live in Vegas when we're here now, so that's great. I was about to ask you, I thought I read on uh, on yeah. your Instagram page that you said you're now full-time Vegas resident. Yes, that is okay. correct. Uh, okay. we, we fell in love with that city during our time here at the Luxor, yeah. and we found a beautiful place, and we're here now when we're not on the road. Do they still plug you in from time to time, even though you're not a regular at, as part of the AGT show? Do they say, hey, we need somebody to fill in? Or? Yes, they asked a lot of times, but we were always performing somewhere, somewhere else. else. But yeah. at some point, we'll be back. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, uh, I'm excited for you about your future. You've got a lot of things you've already done in the past and some things you've got planned for the future as well. So, Yes, um, you know, it's always like a roller coaster, always working on things, doing stuff. Our dog, Coney, he's in the show. I love Coney. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I love Emily. She's not here. Where is no, she? No, she's at home with the dog. So okay. <laughs> I, I do the magic stuff. Okay, yeah. And she, she, she can the do domestic the dog stuff. stuff. <laughs> you got a good, good, good part of that gig. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like. Well, it's good seeing you. Congratulations on your good successes to see you. Thank as you well. So much. We'll be taking, uh, take care and hope you enjoy the, you enjoy the convention like you're seeing so I far. I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm walking around, saw a lot of good stuff. Yeah. And now checking out a little bit here. The like booth. Good stuff. They're going to be closing it too, so I don't want you to miss so, yeah, any of the booths. I will run around and That's right. buy some That's right. books. <laughs> so, that's a good podcast. That was Tommy Tan. Scotty out. Thank you. Bye-bye. So we are at uh, some of the dealers, and I, uh, one of the uh, hot things I think is pretty cool is uh, I love book tests. And this is a new book test these guys came up with. Uh, here is uh, Brett Berry and also Mike Mayoni. Hey, guys. Good to see you. Hello, Scott. So you actually had come up with this idea, and you, of course, you're the maker of the Sven Pad, yep. and so there's a lot of Sven things going on here. There are. But the, uh, but the book called Wine in Mind, tell us a little bit about what you created here. Good. Well, it's actually, actually, it's called Vino Presage, and uh, it, that uh, Wine in Mind is the book that that is part of the project. So, um, when you show the, the the product, when you when you perform it, you're performing with that book, and it's a book right. test that's based. It's written by a psychiatrist who happens to be a wine sommelier, and he uses he's combined his love for wines and his occupation together in a book about wines that happens to have spilled wine stains that he uses to psychoanalyze his patients. That's, like Rorschach test, yeah. Yeah, it's a Rorschach, and, and the power of it. And I've been thinking about this idea for over four years is that a Rorschach could be anything. So it's not a specific word or a specific picture. It could be unlimited. And I think that's the power. Uh, and, and I think it's a topic of conversation. Um, like, it's interesting. Uh, it's not only wine, which I love. I've been into wine for a long time. But you can also talk about uh, the Rorschach. Well, no, I think that's what's kind of interesting about this one. And there's so many products here, I mean, that I could be talking about. But yeah. this is one that I wanted to kind of feature and highlight because I, too, am a 
a little bit of a foodie, and I love wine then as Me well. Too. And yeah. I have been to a lot of wine regions to take wine tours, etc. But I think that uh, uh, what's what's interesting is this is very organic. If you're going to be doing a book test, and you happen to have something like in your recipe book collection, you know, with your other books. This is something that you could be talking about with your friends. It's not just, you know, here's a cop, you know, uh, the Christmas Carol or something, you know, or a Sherlock Holmes book. This is more organic when talking with your friends when you're talking about food. It, it really has that feeling of something that you would pick up, uh, a, 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 almost like a travel journal about wines. It's, right. uh, it, it, like yeah. I say, it's very organic. I mean, right. I, I, yeah, I, like you, have been going to wineries for over 35 years, and I wanted to come up with a way to combine my love for wine. Uh, and I think, statistically, people are drinking more wine since COVID, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, so I know I'm drinking. I mean, I, but you don't have to be into wine to be able to enjoy this book test. But I do think it's a, a perfect point of conversation to get your audience involved. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, I, I, speaking of going to wineries, that's where I went with my wife for, for our honeymoon. We went out to California. Which one? The, we went to, uh, didn't go to Snow, went to Napa. Okay. So we went to uh, Krug, uh, Sure. Charles, Charles, Krug. Charles Krug. Yeah, yeah. I'd forgotten all the rest of them. We went to three or four of them or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, fun. you know, and you're if you're into wine, you're going to know a lot of the wines here. You've got your uh, Duckhorn. You've got your Opus One. But there are wines from South Africa, Israel, Australia, China, China. Japan, yeah. Uh, yeah. New Zealand, Australia. That's oh, pretty cool. Yeah. Good idea. You, thank you. You know, and you could use it as a normal book test. You'll be able to reveal words. You'll be able to reveal the name of the winemaker. You could reveal the taste of the wine. There's just so many fun things I think you could do. I can't yeah. wait to see how people use this. Yeah. Well, this is brand new. Just introduced here. Brand right? new. There you go. You got and the if, scoop. If somebody wanted to order one online, where do they go? Uh, Svenpads.com. Svenpads.com. That's S-V-E-N. Svenpads.com. Yes, sir. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, you guys. Are the best. Thank Great you very much. Great to see you, Scott. Thank you. So the Magic Word Podcast with Scotty out. So as we've kind of gone around the uh, the, the floor around over here a little bit, I just happened to take a uh, short video that included uh, Gregory Wilson and the uh, uh, the the Svenpad thing that we had for the wine book. And so that we have a chance to uh, chat just a little bit. So I want to see how you going. Hey, Gregory, how you doing? Hey, how are you? Fantastic. Enjoying the convention? Yes, I'm here with the father of Siri right here. Do you know who that is? I do not. Oh, my gosh. It's fine. So, I don't recognize your voice in Siri. No, I'm not the voice. I'm just everything else. Just the creator. You put, you're the mind. What is your name? Adam Chire. Oh, Adam. I'm Scott Wells. Pleasure to meet you, Adam. Nice to meet you. So I just got upstage. Take care. Bye bye. Sorry to interrupt. So you've been coming, Greg, for a long time to the convention. And how about you, then, Adam? Is this, this is my third or fourth. Okay. And uh, what do you think about this in comparison with some of the others? Oh, I'm having so much fun. Uh, Kid I'm, in a candy shop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What's been a highlight for both of you? I've been fooled hard a couple times, which is something you want. Yeah. Uh, I've had a lot of like quick quick seeing people like, hey, Gregory Wilson, good to see you. <laughs> yeah. And I've also had some real in-depth sessions. I spent three hours with one master. I spent two hours with another. Like, I'm getting real one-on-one -on -one time with, with yeah. important, like, people I look up to. That's good to hear because a lot of times people think you come to a convention like this, you don't get to see, have one-on-one -on -one time because, again, your uh, time I, is divided. I've got a secret. What's that? Invite them to lunch or dinner. It's a good idea. Not yeah. breakfast. Because you're not no going to be up. Right. No one's up. <laughs> I had lunch with Joel Bauer, a good uh, catching up. I had lunch with 
uh, Drum and Bunny Coates. Yeah. First time I met him. Well, we I was had... sitting next to the table last night there. At the, oh, uh... right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought he looked familiar. That's who that was, Drum and uh, Coates. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, well dr- he's, so, he's better dressed than everybody. That's how That's, you know him. Yeah, yeah. Got that wonderful coiffure beard. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Unlike ours. So. Unlike. <laughs> so what has been a highlight then for you then that you've enjoyed? Just a reunion, catching up, seeing old people, and uh, you know, after this thing, the kids are calling. What do they call it? The pandemic. What do you? This whatever. You know, it's good to get out. This way, yeah. It's good to get out, out. and uh, individual tricks. Enigma was a highlight for me by Christian Grace. I kept hearing about it, like for days. I finally got a chance to get a personal one-on-one demonstration. What was it? Uh, It's called Enigma. Oh yeah, by Christian Grace. Explain that to the people who. he touches your fingertips, your, his ten fingertips against your fingertips. He asks you certain questions, and he narrows down the words you're thinking of with the most minimalistic. Um, you don't write it anywhere. You no. just think of any word, and seemingly without extensive fishing or anything, he knows. And there's no like, fishing net. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. That's brilliant. Well, guys, thank you guys very much for your uh, time. Right. Hope that uh, you enjoy the rest of the convention because it's almost over. We and got... you've been doing this how long now? 30 years? Uh, it seems like about an hour right now. But no, you mean like, oh, you mean for the this, podcast. Right <laughs> it's been uh, going on my 12th year, going to my 12th year. Okay. Nearly you've been doing episodes. conventions forever because you had your own art, um, uh, yeah, article in yeah, I used, to, I, used Magic. To, I used to be the convention editor for Magic Magazine. That's right. For, for like 10 years then too so I'm part of the crew still going strong alright thank you very Good much see you again as always Gregory Scott. Adam nice yeah, meeting you guys right, so with so. the Magic Word Podcast Scotty out one of the other dealers that I'm seeing here is someone who I didn't know was going to be at the dealer booth and that's Alon New hi Alon hey great <laughs> to see you Scott I'm actually working for Cobra Magic this year and we've got some pretty amazing products here now you, you have the electric chair right we do have yours? the mentalism chair, yes. Because I have one of those. It's, it does. It's, it does actually, there's more than that. It does actually produce an electric shock. It's yes. true. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, I, uh, Kirby, got, Kirby Van Burst bought one. He's going to be uh, perhaps using it in his uh, show. I'm consulting for him, and so we're working with that. All right. All so, right. Uh, But anyhow, yeah, so you're working with Cobra, and uh, are they out of Vegas, or where are they located? They are located out of Israel, Tel Aviv. That's right, yeah. And uh, so your show uh, was at the Notoriety. You've been out for a while. It was at the Notoriety. I had the man who knows over there. We brought it to number nine out of 254 shows in Vegas. And, wow. And then, uh, and then this, my six months were done. And so I'm, I'm, I'm moving actually to a different uh, on-the-strip property. So okay. I'm trying to move up in the world. You know, it's, uh, it's the Las Vegas the room, ladder of success. You know, Las Vegas is filled with filled with venues that are popping up every other month and so you never know i mean that's one of the reasons why i love vegas is because there's always some form of opportunity stringing up every so often and and uh with the rest of the work that i'm doing you know with corporate events and stuff like that it's just it's nice to be in the city of corporate events really but you have decided that uh vegas is going to be your home then now no it is my home it's been my home for three years yeah but i mean as far as going back to the east coast i mean that you have do you have family uh, there as well? I do. I, I have. Well, my uh, my fiance is selling a condo there, and she's moving out here in oh, the good. Next okay. three months. And, and then my mom is still alive, and I try to get back there as much as I can. Sure. But, yeah. Um, but it's like the other side of the country from here. Right. So it's right. Difficult. I know how to get back and forth. Well, I, I'm used to it. It's, 
That's right. You've been a traveling man for a long yeah, time, doing yeah. the college circuit I'm for road road many years. Indeed, yes. Yeah, a real road warrior. Uh, so what, I've got it down to a science. It's just carry-on luggage only. With the new venue that you're looking to open sometime soon, are you going to be having a same or similar show or, or all new stuff or what? Well, it's always called The Man Who Knows, and I'm always, I'm always kind of changing it up to... I, I try to... I try to incorporate elements of whatever room or venue that I'm in to make it feel like, like uh, whatever I'm doing is uh, makes sense to the venue. But um, but for the most part, it is it's my material. It's you know the thing that I love most about my show is that it's it's though derivative. It's my material. It's stuff that I've been doing for a long time, and it's stuff that people know me for doing and. I think that, uh, like for instance, you know, I think that people would be upset if I did a show and didn't incorporate spoon, spoon bending. bending exactly. Right? So it's just like, uh, you know, might as well keep that stuff in, and then meanwhile, also, in, you know, try to incorporate new ideas and things that are uh, are very cool. You know, by the way, the, there's the one product here that I really, really love, and that is, have you seen Duality yet? I'm not. What's oh, that? It's amazing. Duality Pro is uh, Cobra Magic flagship. That is. Uh, that is like a video prediction in which you show somebody a video and uh, and in the process of the video, the person makes a selection who you're showing, the person who's, who's seeing the video, and you end up predicting on the video the thing that they choose on the spot. Wow. And, uh, and then after that, you can send it to them as an email so that they have a moment, memento of... Uh, of uh, the event that they just the, that they just witnessed, along with your website address and all of your promotional stuff that you want to send them, along with that, you know, you've created a relationship with a person who normally, if you walked up to a person and said, "Hey, give me your email address," right. unlikely if ever that they'll give it to you. But if you did something like this, it's a sixty-second trick and it personalizes that literally, weirdly, causes them to want to give you their email address and stay in touch with you and have them you know and 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 give them an idea for uh you know a lead of something that they can do at their next event so and that's called duality yeah if people who are listening to this are at the convention where can they order one where can they uh, is that a download cobra magic cobra magic.com hyphenmagic.com yes that's it thank you very much Alon and I wish you continued good luck absolutely so for the Magic Word Podcast that was Alon Noom Scotty out as we have just uh, closed the dealer's room the dealer's room is no longer open then right now and I understand that as I was just talking with uh, Glenn Bailey over here uh, about something and also that I'm going to be talking then with uh, Bob Festa and hello Bob Hello. One of the friends of the Magic Word yes. from Hawaii, and Glenn just gave me some devastating news. Tell me again, what, what just here's a fresh news. Well, understanding is that there's huge fire in Lahaina, and that Warren and Annabelle's was the victim of the fire and burnt. Have you heard that too, Bob? Yes, sir. Yes, it's a very big fire. About 90% of the businesses all along Front Street, which is the coastal yeah. street, all the, all the shops and stores, art galleries, everything, gone. 
And so it wasn't uh, that something that started in Warren. No, no, it's, no, no. It no. A, it's been the it's whole a area. Wildfire that came uh, into town from the uh, from the hills. I think yeah. is a uh, big storm going by uh, uh, south of the islands, which has created big, heavy, heavy winds. And it's so dry right now that it's blowing inland. And right. they, they actually can't control can't, it. Yep, they can't get people out of there. That uh, they're pulling people off the beach because they can't go inland to escape. <laughs> the Coast Guard saving people off the beach, actually. And I was just talking with uh, Dana Daniels yesterday about his work out there at Warren and Annabelle. Oh, yeah, so that's going to be a while before they can build all that back up. That's oh, yeah. devastating. Yeah, it is. Wow. Uh, I was actually there opening night yeah. when they opened it years ago with Warren, and I've been there a few times since, and Bob's been there. I mean, it was one of the best magic venues uh, in Hawaii, Yeah, and uh, I think uh, yeah, it's, it's like a real top loss. number one on TripAdvisor. It's, and, right. uh, yeah. it's a real loss for uh, the magic community and oh, all man. the work. No one injured. Let's, let's talk about... Uh, there are some burn injuries uh, that they've... Uh, uh, evacuated to uh, Oahu for the treatment. Mm. So there were a few people that have uh, been burned. Wow. Now, your pizza place is not there, though, right? No, no we're, we're on Oahu, on, so on a different island. island. Yeah. yeah, wow. Well, thank you for the update, and I just think that's interesting. We have some breaking news that you guys may not have heard about then yet, so uh, there you go. Thank you, Glenn. Thank, thank you, Bob. Sorry thank to hear you, about that. So the Magic Word Podcast, Scotty. Well, it's kind of almost fitting here at the opening party on Sunday night. It was with... Uh, such gaiety and glee that we had a, a nice conversation with Dana Daniels as we were at the opening Sunday night party, and here we are at the closing night party on Wednesday, and I thought it would be uh, kind of appropriate to kind of come full circle, but we had beginnings, and now we're having endings because, as we mentioned uh, just a moment ago, about how that there ha- that uh, Warren and Annabelle's, among everything else uh, in Maui, has recently uh, been uh, devastated. There was a horrible fire, so... Dana, just I'm sure you're, you're getting a lot of people who are just saying, so sorry to hear about this. It's yeah. Brings tears to your eyes and everybody else. I mean, it's, it's the end of an era. Yeah, they were there uh, 24 years, I believe. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was the number one thing to do on Maui at night. And Warren Lisa Gibson, the owners, are fantastic people. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just, uh, just it's, I'm still trying to process process all this that it's, uh, Warren called me today in the morning you did talk to Warren then yeah and I was like I said are you sure <laughs> you know I was like yeah uh, but I seen the video and the whole town hmm. is gone it's just a historic old town with buildings that are a couple hundred years old yeah and, centuries old yeah and uh, harbor everything's and burned what was gone. it again it was just part of a wildfire well there was that- there was a lot of 80 mile an hour winds from what I understand from a hurricane that was not really close to Maui but I guess the winds came through and yeah. and it knocked down power lines and it, I think it, it ignited a school on fire and then the embers traveled and yeah this blow I yeah mean. and you know uh, Lahaina is like the desert of Maui you know it's mm-hmm. like it's really dry there so a lot of wood yeah and this everything went it's up like Kindling. Yeah, and it just and the wind just kind of just took it down the street, and it's still burning there, from what I understand. And as I understand it, for those uh, who know Al the only and Lori, uh, as I understand it, uh, again, kind of rumors, but uh, everyone's I've heard say also that their place had uh, burned, and so they're homeless in Hawaii, I guess now too. Yeah, so. it's horrible. There's so, so many people that lost their livings and and their homes and, and lives. I guess some people you hear. There, about? I heard. Six people so have far have died, <laughs> and uh, and if you go on, you know, look at 
I went on Instagram and just typed in Lahaina Fire, and a bunch of personal videos are posted on there, mm-hmm. and they're just absolutely frightening. Some people in a car, and there's yeah. flames on both sides. They're like surrounded by fire, and they're trying to get out. And they're well, they're backed up with a you know a line of cars, and they're all trying to get out. Where are they going to go? You know, an island, uh, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, God, it's just uh, just shaking still over hearing about it. I talked with uh, Kerry Pollock, who was the developer, you know, of the whole place, and he, as I understand it, was I've said, do you think that Warren is going to rebuild? And he said that, and this is again, just Kerry's thinking is probably not. First of all, I guess Warren's retired from this and not really kind of been away from it for a while. So he said, I he said I don't think so. Obviously, he hasn't been contacted about trying to put anything together. He said, I don't think so. But well. If you wanted to go back in Lahaina, it, that wouldn't happen because right. it's going to take years to build that town back. And sure. then you got to get businesses back. Infrastructure before tourism. Yeah, it's going to kill that side of the island for sure, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. tourism. And so I don't know. I don't want to speculate Speculate yeah. either way. If Warren, you know, Warren, you never know. He might just go, can't knock me down. You know, yeah. I don't know. Right. Right. But, you know, he just might... But he has backed away from a while. He's really not- yeah, he's retired. He's lives in South Carolina, mm-hmm. and uh, he steps in, comes in once in a while. And he might do a set or something like yeah. that. But um, yeah, I was looking forward to seeing him next month. He was going to come out when I was there next month, and, and we're going to hang out. Yeah. So whole new dynamic now. Yeah. Uh, things are changed. Well, I give you my sincerest condolences on the death of the place. Golly, yeah. you know, and everything else has been happening out there. Yeah. So well, it's hard to process. I know. So. It is. I'm going to miss performing there. It was a great club, a great room, and I really learned how to work it. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to miss that experience. But you know what? I can get other gigs. You know, there's people that lost yeah. their properties mm-hmm. and their Livelihood. livelihoods over there. Uh, that's what's so devastating it to is. hear about. You know, and yeah. all of them are friends. And yeah. I just... Uh, yeah, you have some options where some other people may not. Right. You know, you know I'll just move, you know, one door closes, another one opens. That's the way to look at it. you got a yeah. positive attitude about that. Yeah. Well, then anyhow, sorry. Uh, just thought I would corner you for a minute, and I appreciate you. Oh, uh, thank you. You know, I know it's kind of uh, raw and uh, nerves right now and exposed. And so, anyhow, thank you very much for thank talking Thank you, Scott. So. Okay. So, the Magic Word Podcast, that was uh, Dana Daniels, Scotty Young. Magic Life 13 is now one for the history books, and we can move on because uh, we've had just a wonderful time. I've talked with so many people that you've heard here on the podcast and others that you didn't who have told me personally this is one of their favorite of the Magic Lives that they have attended uh, in, in so many ways. I just talked to a guy just moments ago said, I've been here three times, and this is the best one. They just keep getting better all the time. And as Stan does, uh, he walks a tightrope and trying to uh, make something different and improve uh, and uh, so I think, too, this was uh, really wonderful. And so I've got the organizer right here, Mr. Stan Allen. Mr. Allen, how are you, sir? Uh, I might be a little tired. <laughs> I might be ready for a short nap. Well, this has been a great convention. And there were some things, again, that you had tried here that we haven't done before. Some things that obviously worked. I mean, the close-up gallery was great, the way you've got that tiered. I mean, that's something that uh, you've, been you've been doing. We've been doing that a long time. Yeah. And so that was very successful. And, of course, the acts that you brought in, I mean, it's not your typical, you know, Ossie Wynn, Eric Mead, you know, kind of. There were people from other countries that were fantastic. Well, um, a year ago, when we were still coming out of COVID, um, we stayed 
we stayed much more domestic. We only had two or three international acts mm -hmm. um, because we didn't trust acts could get here. Yeah. And we were very concerned as it was to um, uh, it was like a football game. Mm -hmm. Here's the starting lineup, all the acts you expect. Here are the backups in case this person gets hurt, <laughs> this yeah. person can't come, and what do you do and how do you change the game plan? But that was last year. And this year, though, we felt that, you know, people were ready for it. Um, last convention was more like a reunion than a convention. And what was the, I've forgotten, what was the theme last year? I, this year's uh, theme, Beginnings, I think, was perfect, and they kind of kept on task, on theme, throughout uh, all the shows. They kept coming back to the beginnings. Uh, so beginnings. what was it last year? We didn't really have a theme last year. Okay. And, and so it was just celebration. We were just glad to be back together. But I knew that, yeah, it's everybody wanted to be together in 2022, but in 2023, you better deliver a convention. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so... So we took some swings. We went for the fences. On a what few. in particular did you uh, do that was out of the box thinking here? Well, um, first of all, the uh, the box. We gave away the wooden box mm -hmm. and the beginnings box, and that's some kind of thing we've never given away before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the concept of beginnings, the whole theme of beginnings, it's a little... Um, it's a little reach for us. The idea being that beginnings are something that you look back at. Sure, origins, beginnings. We all know that. But also, you come to a convention like this and you meet somebody or you see a trick or you see something, and that is your beginning moving forward. Right. And so we wanted to look both ways hmm. on this thing. and that. So that was kind of a reach for us with the box and everything. We also brought food onto the floor with a separate ticket item for lunch, and that was a test to see. And uh, It looked pretty successful to me. It was very successful. Um, Tuesday night, instead of a specialty show, we created an exhibit of curiosities mm -hmm. where you could see the Celibate Mighty Cheese demonstrated. You could see... Um, Mike Cavney's collection. Mac posters, yeah. Yeah. huge posters that are hanging in a view, and, and, and we tied these things into our general session talks. Mm -hmm. And so that, that whole night, um, where in the past we've done museums, but it was bringing the pages of the magazine to life. So that was like Siegfried Roy and Lance Burton. This was just an eclectic mix mm -hmm. of things. We had a guy sculpting candy. Um, we had ambiguous objects that reflect differently. Matt Pritchard's things. Jeff McBride was doing the gimmicks thing and, mm -hmm. and the cinema. And so that was a big experiment for us. And then the big one was state shows are getting harder and harder to put together. Why? Fewer good acts that are out there doing big stuff? Or? Well. Or they've got jobs already touring. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, there aren't as many places for illusionists to play in mm -hmm. the United States, which means there aren't as many illusionists because the market's not there. Mm -hmm. And so <coughs> it's it's kind of the same. You know, Vegas is not the same. You know, hmm. we used to come here and go see the Lido show and see four fantastic variety acts, and that's not the way the shows are here anymore. Mm -hmm. Consequently, variety acts aren't being developed because there's no market for it. And where there's international market, if you're bringing in an illusionist, it's very expensive. Mm -hmm. And so that's much more difficult. Um, and so we also have a stage that's very wide, big mm -hmm. arc out there. 
there's angle problems. Um, and so our big swing this time was to create a show called Downstage, mm-hmm. where the entire set was built out basically on the apron. Mm-hmm. It was also framed in. The Everything was black on the edges, and then there was golden color and lights and everything right in the center. And the whole idea was to bring the focus of the audience just into that box. It worked perfectly. I, I got that same feeling of intimacy there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you're in an 800-seat theater. Mm-hmm. We also didn't put 800 people in it. We took the outside sections out, oh. and we did three shows of 533 mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. 800. And uh, we also put acts that could play downstage, that could mm-hmm. work downstage. And then we, you know, created a set, and Nick Lang, you know, production manager for our show, director for the show, um, on the production side of creating that set and lighting that set and figuring out how things will work... And then uh, Ginger Lee was our show director and our mm-hmm. performance director and called the show and, you know, put the pieces. I, Nick was teasing me. He said that it, he, he, he remembers drawing it up in my office on the, bo- on the board. And mm-hmm. I said, yeah, we draw a lot of stuff up. It doesn't always look like that. <laughs> and uh, Ginger, you know, solving problem after problem. And that's the thing. <coughs> when you do thing the very first time, you don't know what you're doing at all. Right. And you have no institutional knowledge of doing this, of bringing this show downstage. And mm-hmm. so uh, we'll book acts that work better in that environment and we'll just keep going. But they were wonderful acts. And some of those acts, like the, the juggler, Alexander Koblikov. He was amazing. Of course, jugglers are always great, but... but uh, he, yeah, also the lady that was on the other oh, yeah, show. Lindsay Benner. What's her name? Lindsay Benner. She was, was awesome. Show. Yeah. But Alexander is somebody... He reminded me, the first time I reached out to him was in 2015. I've hmm. been trying to get him since 2015. Where has he been? Like overseas? Oh, he's in demand. He was, when I first heard of him, he was in the uh, uh, Apple... Big Apple Circus, I oh. think it was, mm-hmm. or something. And you know, he's I've never seen anybody juggle five balls with one hand behind his back. I, I mean, and then he juggled ten balls. I've never seen ten balls. Holy cow! So that was the other, um, the, the biggest swing. That was the biggest thing, swing, and also taking your biggest show and putting it early on mm-hmm. in the convention, mm-hmm. and then taking an intimate show and putting it on last mm-hmm. in the convention. And what happened was the stage show was a big hit, the big one. It was. People really liked it. Oh, we haven't seen a better show than that. And I'm thinking, oh, God, I am so screwed here. (laughs) What have I done? You know, I've tempted fate here. Um, But what I'm finding is is that you explain to the audience that, look, we're experimenting here. We're trying something different Mm -hmm. here, and here's what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And so Yuho Jin, the host, which... You know, one of the best magicians. When in the he world. walked out, it's like, oh my gosh, my jaw dropped. You got Yuho Jin as the MC. Holy cow! And and um, you know, he explained the show. You know, and explained what we were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, people now, people look at it with different eyes. Mm-hmm. You know? I think that's one of the things also that's exciting about Magic Live is the fact that you do try something that's different all the time, whereas other conventions are cookie cutters uh, that have been going for decades and they're not changed and they've got the same formula. It's like if it's not broke don't fix it well yeah and my thing is <laughs> you know if it's not broke then break it yeah you know kind of thing but 
you know, everybody has a cookie cutter to a certain degree. I mean, we still have general sessions during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, logistically, it works very well. It's all you it, can do, I'd imagine. It does. I mean, it's something that has evolved, so you don't want to throw it all out. Um, but I do like trying things. And the things we're trying right now, like the lunch thing, that's something that we will continue now and we'll expand upon it. But mm-hmm. let's try one, you know, in this yeah. show. Um, the way the set was built and everything, you know, we intend to go to use that moving mm-hmm. forward in a couple of times and bring more parlor acts into a beautiful theater with great lighting mm-hmm. and, and everything else. So, yeah, so that's it. And then uh, because it was beginnings, we gave out a newsletter from, yeah. you know, everybody says, Days oh, gone by. Yeah, you know. The beginning of the convention was Magic Magazine, Mm -hmm. 10th anniversary. But the beginning of the magazine was a newsletter. Mm -hmm. And so we started with that newsletter. And tonight at the party, we're handing out the August 2023 edition of Magic Magazine. Mm -hmm. So it's a complete magazine. And it's presented as a Magic Magazine. Mm -hmm. So we sort of went back on to some of our brands. Yeah, well, it all drew in and makes sense. I mean, even last evening show that was, or this evening show that was uh, hosted by um, Alex Boyce, and then your opening oh, then with the, Matt O'Neill. Well, those were the general sessions. General sessions, sorry, the general, not right. the show. But we the, also, we pulled performance. But those are young guys, I'm just yeah, saying. There's young guys, absolutely. And, um, but we pulled, we snuck some performance in. Um, mm-hmm. Simon Cornell, mm-hmm. uh has not performed his FISM Act since you know, Quebec last year. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I'm not real sure exactly, but um, he agreed to do it. Mm-hmm. And so we surprised people by having him do it. Talk about first, and then, you know, Artem Shukin, we've, we've seen him at things and everything, mm-hmm. so we pulled him into our general session and let him talk about, you mm-hmm. know, his life and stuff. And so... Um, yeah, those were those were big gets, and Paul Keefe talking about awakening. And I'm fun. definitely next year coming early to go see Awakening. There and and it just so happened when I was watching this evening show, when I was sitting down, I was chatting with a gentleman next to me, and he was the uh, Ehrlich is the one oh, who yeah. opened. It was the uh, juggler and the light uh, yeah, juggler. Yeah, dancing cane with light cane, yeah. and also I'd never seen anything like this. Uh, a small hoop, yes. and now the hoop is floating as well as the dancing cane, and so. We like throwing entertainment on onto the show, but my my favorite. But but did you know he also is an awakening? Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> okay, an awakening. Wow. Yeah, but general session for me is the fun part. That's it, uh, what it's the fun part oh, okay. of booking because mm-hmm. these are eclectic talks and there's five or six of them, mm-hmm. and if you don't like one, well, fifteen twenty minutes later there'll be another one. Right. You know, and sometimes people say, "Yeah, I had no interest in that." But about five minutes into it, I suddenly was interested. Well, similarly, with the uh, focus sessions that you have, that you only have time for two out of three, and, and there are good choices because uh, I found it, for me, easy to decide which two I wanted to see. I would like to have kind of seen, if there was nothing else going on, I would have seen the other one, but uh, there were two each time that I really wanted to attend. You know, so. Right. Magic Live is a uh, juggling act of moving people around, mm-hmm. and we do that because we want to bring all the venues down in size. Mm-hmm. So we make people do that focus session four times, so maybe seven, 800 people out of the convention see it, but they're in rooms with 150 to 200. Mm-hmm. And that's why Magic Life can be complicated, and the schedule can be daunting yeah. you know, of where to go and what to do, but that's the whole idea. We're, we really 
take the word live and our name seriously, and that's why the close-up room has 130 seats, all pretty good seats. They're all pretty good seats. And the Orleans is a, is a perfect venue, I think, for us. Um, I know that you're Mr. August to them. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I still am. Um, the Orleans has a showroom. Mm-hmm. Not every place has a showroom you mm-hmm. can use, and that's a beautiful showroom. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a great working relationship with the hotel that we hope continues. Well, that's what I was going to ask about. This was 13, and so is this, uh, I mean, Magic Magazine went on for 25 years. Do you still see that things are going to be no end in sight? I mean, for you, I mean, you and I are both getting a little bit older, and <laughs> and I know there are other people who are on your committee, family included, who are involved with this. And so um, what's what's the future looking like right now? Well, the future, <laughs> the future is a long nap. You know, not a good nap or so. It might take me a couple of weeks to learn how to do this, but uh, um, don't know. It's always, a, you know, finish up one, go back, erase everything on the board, and start over mm-hmm. and, and look at it. And this year, going forward, um, there's some things. There's some things that we think should be rethought about. Okay. And, uh, well, that's so, good because that means you're probably going to do it again then. Do you have dates in mind for next year? Or? We have dates listed. So there's sort of save the dates type thing mm-hmm. listed in the program, in the magazine. Mm-hmm. You know, Which is going to be what for next year for people to save the dates? It's going to be what? Uh, remember? August 4th through 7th, I believe, are the okay. dates that we have there. So. As I understand it, uh, I, I flew here straight from Abbott's, mm-hmm. and that uh, Abbott's is going to be, I think, a little bit earlier this year. So it should be having some time in between. Um, that would be great. I appreciate that. We're yeah. kind of stuck in this slot because right. we use every inch of space this hotel has available. Mm-hmm. And so for me to change the dates, it, it's it's a three-year process right. to get on the schedule. Not easy. Not easy. Yeah. Well, Stan, again, congratulations on a job well done for you. And I'm uh, wanting to congratulate your staff also because it's a joint effort, I know. Anybody you want to give special thanks to? No, because I won't. I'll only do some, but it is made up of my family, and it's made up of very close friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have some new people this year. And uh, no, you know, hey, nobody does this stuff on their own. Come on, right? It doesn't just happen. Yeah, no, it doesn't happen. (laughs) Doesn't just appear like magic. That's true. But you've done a great job. Thank you very much, uh, and I look forward to uh, future years uh, returning too. Thanks for coming and thanks for supporting us. So with the Magic Word Podcast, I think that's a wrap. We had a good time this time. That was Stan Allen and Scotty out. Mm-hmm.